a With a Side of Knowledge mini. Well, with a side of knowledge, listeners, we are back once again with one of our mini episodes. So happy to have you here for this and so happy to have Megan Sullivan, a member of the faculty at Notre Dame with us today. Welcome, Megan. I'm super excited to be virtually with you. (laughs) So Megan is a professor of philosophy at Notre Dame. She's the director of the Notre Dame Institute for Advanced Study. Her research tends to focus on philosophical problems concerning time and modality and rational planning and value theory and religious belief, and sometimes all five of those things at once. Uh, Her first book was Time Biases, which was published by Oxford University Press. She's at work on a second research book right now and also on a general audience philosophy book about her hugely popular around her hugely popular God in the Good Life class. But Megan, I did not ask you to come here today to talk about all those wonderful things. I asked you to talk about Legos. Yeah. Which when I saw that email, I was totally into it. (laughs) Finally, we get to that is something important. The real this university. So when you wrote me back, you described yourself as a Lego evangelist. And so if I said to you, Legos are just for kids. What would your best Lego evangelist response to that statement be? Ah, uh, it's blasphemy. I think adults actually enjoy Lego much more than uh, than children. Any children I know. I mean, I've played with them since I my earliest memory since I was like four or five, and went through a period in seventh through tenth grade where I hid my Lego mania. Like I would still <laughs> buy, I would babysit and do all these odd jobs and make money and buy Lego with my money and then hide them like under my bed and just play with them quiet. Every teenager has their secrets and that was mine. <laughs> uh, and then uh, college, I didn't have too many, but so starting around like graduate school, especially when I had a steady income again, realized like you can just like, you can absolutely enjoy building and playing with Lego at any age. And it definitely helps if you have disposable income and the capacity to devote entire rooms of your house or offices at the University of Notre Dame to the project which I've now done. I was going to say, it, it's not an inexpensive habit. I mean, it, no. like, <laughs> uh, especially and, if you're a collector. Right. So you were suggested to me as a guest for this by one of our past guests, Casey Buckles. And when she suggested it, it was specifically because of how you celebrated earning tenure at Notre <laughs> Dame. So what, what, what was your gift to yourself when you earned tenure at Notre Dame? Yeah, so Notre Dame has this period, the tenure process takes a whole year, and they kind of go dark at giving you updates around January. So you have this very stressful period as an assistant professor between January and May, where you don't really know if you're about to like have your dream job for life or if you're putting your house on the market. And I dealt with the stress pretty well, uh, but the weekend before, they notify everybody about the result on a Monday in May. And Saturday before that, I was I was kind of losing my mind a little bit with uh, just nervousness and thinking about it. So decided I needed I deserved a treat, <laughs> uh, no matter what. <laughs> and they were doing a special at the Lego store in Chicago. I think I thought about buying the Lego Death Star for about four years at that point. Uh, but was kind of hit and miss about whether it was a good idea. It's definitely a big investment. And the Lego store in Chicago had a special where if you bought the Death Star that weekend, they would give you the limited edition Admiral Wolf Yularen minifigure. He's a, he doesn't have a speaking part. He's in episode four of Star Wars. But he's a very special limited edition Lego minifigure that you could put into the Death Star if you bought it that weekend. And I was like, I've got to do it. 
So Saturday morning, drove up to Chicago, bought the Death Star, got my special edition minifigure, locked myself in my house the entire weekend, and just kind of drank beer and worked on the Death Star, which takes about three days to build. And I also... I, uh, well, I was going to ask, how it, t- it, it takes, takes three days. How long it, does it take to build the Death Star? It takes about three days and a great deal of executive function to put together this set. I should show you, like, the... You know, the King James Bible has fewer pages than the manual for this Lego set. <laughs> but it was perfect because I didn't, I, I was kind of nervous and needed the way of externalizing my feelings. And so just took over my entire dining room and built the Death Star and set all my guys out. And then on Monday morning, got the phone call from my department chair. And the way I announced it to the world is I posted the picture of my completed Death Star. And it's just like, this is the best, uh, most tremendous career accomplishment of my life. And the second best being promoted to associate professor at Notre Dame. That's right. No, that's fantastic. And is did you show me? Is it behind you in that yeah, room? Yeah, now it's in right my now? office. Uh, and I, oh, I don't know if you, yeah, there, there you can I, see oh, it yeah, in the I background. Oh, it's totally, it it's totally awesome. Like it's got a working trash compactor, a bunch of the guns really oh, fire. Wow. You can move, you can redirect the laser to destroy Alderaan, and then you can change this one computer screen <laughs> in the command module. So it has like Alderaan intact, and then it's got Alderaan blowing up. It's totally amazing. I've got, I bought a bunch of extra stormtroopers, so it'd be fully staffed. Uh, right. And I've gotten and now people give me like extra minifigures and stuff. I'm really particular about it being um, not extended universe Star Wars characters sure. that go sure. on it. And I've just recently come around to the new films and buying those Lego sets, but I try to keep it pretty vintage. And I absolutely love it. It's right next to the chair I sit in when I'm writing, and so my most common way of procrastinating when I'm meant to be working on like a book or an article is to take the guys out and enact some Lego <laughs> fantasy. We will, if I, we'll get a, a photo of it from you. And we'll oh, 100%. Post a, post a picture of the Death Star. Have you done, is that kind of the pinnacle in terms of ambitiousness of ones that you've done? Or have you done any others that have rivaled that just in terms of the amount of effort that has gone into building it? I think the biggest project I've got going right now, that's the biggest single set I've ever bought. I've thought about the Millennium okay. Falcon, but I don't have I frankly don't have a big enough piece of furniture in my house to store the new Falcon Lego set. But the project I've been working on this year um, is actually up at Notre Dame. So in my office at NDIS, I started about six months ago building the Lego version of the Notre Dame Institute for Advanced Study. Um, so they have all oh. these Lego science sets. Uh, that you can buy like they have one called Lego Institute that's got a bunch of little scientists and their equipment Uh, and I bought a bunch of those I bought the Saturn V rocket set for my birthday this year which is humongous it's like four feet tall and that's in there and then the biggest project over the last month has been I've been trying to find the minifigure versions of each of our staff so and I've I've succeeded. So we got one that looks just like Christian Olson. I actually gave that to Christian as a present, uh, the whole set because he's been such a rock star uh, this last semester. But and we've got the Paul Blaschko minifigure and Carolyn Sherman. We have a bunch of PhD students, right. uh, and then we've got like twenty city figures of various like scientists and researchers. And so we've been trying to recreate the research, the Lego version of the Research Institute. Uh, and that's been expanding. That's been really fun because people are always bringing their kids up to the office and they totally want to see yeah. it. And, uh, it's a bit of a challenge cause that's not a set that you can just buy from Lego. You got to think creatively about like, how can I sure. make a philosophy Lego set? <laughs> 
Turns out the philosopher office, she's got a garbage can and like an empty bookshelf and a coffee mug. And that's how she does her research. And then we've got like a, we've got a, a woman who's doing research on a dinosaur. We've got the mathematician yeah. set, which Lego actually sells. And so that's been taking up this entire windowsill. I can't wait to get back to the office to, to put some of the new guys in there. That's awesome. So do you have one, and I know you also mentioned the Millennium Falcon there. Do you have one particular build or set that is kind of your Melvillian white whale, the big one that's looming out there that would be, wow, if I ever had a whole bunch of time and, as we said, maybe some extra resources yeah. to go ahead and purchase this, that would be kind of the be-all, end-all of Lego dumb for you? Uh, yes. So there's two answers to this question. First, like adult Megan, for sure, the Millennium Falcon. My neighbors got it. I, I got really close to buying it when he got it just out of pure jealousy. <laughs> um, so that's, that's just massive uh, and very cool and totally shows your commitment to the Star Wars universe. The dream I've had since I was a child, I think everybody who was a little kid in the late 80s who was really into Lego, there's consensus on this. There was a set called the Airport Shuttle. That was the biggest Lego set they had in the catalog for years and years and years. And it's literally a train system that moves people around your Lego airport system, which is another okay. piece, another set you could buy. And I actually had, I had the airplane, but I didn't, I never got the airport. In my, and I asked for the airport shuttle every year for Christmas. And my parents were always like, we're not spending $300 on a Lego train. But that they don't even make that set. They haven't made that set in like decades. But that's the one you think like it is the biggest Lego set ever constructed, and that's the one that you. That was the the dream deferred. Well, I was gonna say, especially if it's not one that you can just go to the Lego store and buy anymore. That it would almost oh, be yeah. like you'd have to find someone on eBay who still had the entire set and was willing to part with it. Yeah, and, and hadn't messed it up. Like yeah, it if dirty. it costs three hundred dollars in nineteen eighty nine, something. I want to know what it would cost today. Love it. The, there are some really good pirate sets, and one of the things like Lego's gotten a lot more creative the last couple of years with these like creator sets, which are the ones that they make for adults that are really high detail. Um, and they've also been doing some really cool ones with like you know pirate ships that convert into these uh, like party islands and uh, sets that sets that have multiple different opportunities like sets built into them and those I've scoped out as being kind of fun. Um, but again, I'm running out of space. Like that. And it takes up a lot of the NDIS Lego Institute now takes up a lot of my actual office. It needs to be a a future year theme. It just be Lego in the world. Exactly. So last question, the Lego movies pro or con, which camp are you in on the Lego movies? liked them i took uh i took my i don't have kids of my own but uh i took one of my colleagues kids who i'm really close with to see the original lego movie in the theater and he was like eight years old and we both hard bonded over it thought it was genuinely funny (laughs) i thought the lego batman movie was really funny yeah um so yeah i'm for it i don't like people who are really like preachy about how you're meant to play with lego so, sure. uh, and the, the first Lego movie got a little bit like that. Like you're totally meant to take sets apart and build new things. It's like, I don't know, maybe I'm not taking the Death Star apart. Uh, things took forever to build and it's really cool. Right. But, uh, no, I, I think, I think that they captured the, the spirit and a little bit of the zaniness of it as a hobby. I'll tell you another, a set that I'm really proud of that's totally out of the box that I, I discovered a colleague from University of St. Thomas got me going on this, uh, in January. You can buy Catholic Lego. 
Uh, and a set really? that I got uh, that's up at my NDIS office is uh, the Lego Father Leopold Celebrates Mass set. And it comes with a little, like, wow. it's, a, it's some diocese or some company that, that buys bulk Lego pieces and then gives you uh, designs for building things like confessionals or in this case building wow. it's got an altar and it's got like little Lego communion and it's totally awesome like all the, all the little gear and you put you put a little bone inside the altar as you're building it so it's got these just crazy hilarious details and that was really, really fun. I paid way too much money for that set, given how big. It's not very big. But all those special <laughs> details that those guys put in, you could tell that they really care. And it's per- it's like totally perfect for the office. Who knew? I know. So it's, it's just a whole universe. Megan Sullivan, I, I loved this. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes to talk with me about, about your passion for Lego. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's my pleasure. I'm glad you guys are doing this. And I'll send you a picture of our Lego NDIS. Yeah, yes, we are definitely going to post that because uh, people are definitely going to want to see that. Awesome. Thanks so much. With a Side of Knowledge is a production of the Office of the Provost at the University of Notre Dame. Our website is provost.nd.edu slash podcast. 